Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by groundbreaking book, that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1. The Power Matrix. A master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation. Authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode 
and explore the possibilities that await us. for listening to another episode of the Secret to Success podcast. We strive to bring you the top leaders in their industries so you can learn their secrets to success, so you can grow and build your businesses, be prosperous, and live the dreams that you are so looking to live. If you have any questions, please feel free to email us at info at theatsjr.com for more information about the ATSJR companies, and to find out more about how to live your dreams and reach that middle class exit and live the life that you were supposed to live. Freedom is abundance and abundance is freedom. Let's all go live it. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Secret to Success podcast. Good morning again to all of you, night to some of you. We get started our daily meeting and then jump into our marketing training right after this. Got a lot of things to discuss. I want to get some preliminary stuff out the way and get to the main thing I want to discuss, which is going to dominate the entire thing. Let's see. Deanna, the, the Pinnacle Awards. You need to jump on that, which is actually part of my main thing. Right? It's actually part of my main thing that I'm going to say. And to my knowledge, Susan Jerron's going to leave his job early so he can do his keynote tonight. We still need to have a backup plan just in case he is not allowed to do so. We'll work it out, but just know that that, that is what's happening right now. That's what's happening right now. Okay. All right. So he is willing and able and has intentions to leave early so he can do so and of course if he can't you know it's employer thing but right now everything is looking like a go good all right now let's see i'm going to where's reggie all right good i'm going to introduce a new class a new book to the leadership class Make sure Reggie can hear me. Hi. Outstanding. New book to leadership class that starts with, well, that starts, but that is right after the book you're about to read. And by the end of the day, I will give you that book and then Deanna, I want the syllabus updated. All right. Syllabus updated. Yes, sir. I want to introduce this new book. Because <clears throat> that time flew by fast. It was just January, yesterday. Time flew by fast. Yes, it was. And I've been enjoying the teachings of <clears throat> Reggie and Deanna. And they're not done yet. So I'm going to extend that at least another four weeks. Because I'm not done enjoying them. And it'll be in the same, well, 
it will follow the energy of the class. Just so you know, I designed that leadership, well, before I designed a leadership class, I sat in one similar to it in Lakewood. Lakewood Church, but it, it, it was more of an internship program, this, this part of it. And every Monday I had to sit in a leadership class and we did 10 books for four months, all the way around. 10 books for four weeks, for 40 weeks. And we broke them down and that was life changing. And I said, man, I should do something like this. This was 2012. And so I took that concept and redeveloped it and put it on steroids. And then bam, it's been changing people. Uh, hundreds of people have gone through it now since I think I started in 2014, I believe the first year 2014 and over six years in this leadership class i can tell you the first year was garbage yep the first year was garbage first year those people all those people but one i would say they're in the same geographical spiritual location it's garbage here's what happened steve i picked those first people Here's also what happened, Satish. I was surrounded by garbage people. Oh, I'm trying to help y'all. It's also it's also leading to my main thing. I picked them, but I picked them from the garbage I was surrounded by. You see, in 2014, I wasn't. I, I wasn't this. I was. I was. Actually, I was this. I was completely me. Like the me you see now, I was completely that in 2014. There's no doubt about it. But I still had the people around me from my old awareness. Anybody relate to that? Mm -hmm. Go ahead now. So when you first started out and you grew into a different awareness, but you still had those of your old awareness around you, you're, you're still a baby in your growth. What did you do to keep raising your awareness and not let the energy of those who were not as aware as you affect you? Nothing can affect you. That's not the way it's supposed to work. Two, I was a master in my growth. The problem was I was willing to die for people who wasn't willing to live for themselves. <laughs> you, you, you understand? I'm I'm trying to die for them, Vanessa, but they don't even want to live for themselves. And when you quick question about the one day away challenge, have we started the accountability calls yet? Oh, I don't think so, actually. So let's start. Let's do that now. Thank you, Justin. Let's make sure that the accountability calls start now. All right. So let's let that be the day. Got it, Deanna? What? We've been doing it already. Oh, we're good. Good, good, good. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've been doing it. Yeah. We're good. We've been good. Doing that, means, that means his group hasn't been doing his. So that there you go. That's that's what we're doing. All right, good. 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 So we'll we'll work that out. So good job and good job for bringing it up. You know, if if it's if it's brought up, it means it ain't happening. So there you go. Now, six years later, you know, the class is all fine. The issue 
what that I'm segueing to is you have to be careful about what you're observing. You got to be careful about what you're observing. Here's what I mean, and then I'll make all this unopaque. I will. I will make it great for you. I will take out the disem. I will take out the amb ambiguity. Make it disambiguous. You know what a disambiguator is, Grace? In the old times, you had a name, but everybody was named. David or David. But when you said David, son of Jesse, that was a disambiguator. Not just any David. It was, or, you know, David the blacksmith. You know, then it was the blacksmith. You know what I'm saying? Disambiguator. I want you all to know, as I set up the main point, is you got to be careful about living for people. I mean, dying for people who aren't willing to live for themselves. You get to pick which one. You get to pick which one. There were three people who, were, who weren't assigned yet. Okay, down. Worked it out. All right, send me those names so I can could, I could fix it. I'll have it fixed in the next hour and a half. Which leads me to my main point. Y'all not focused enough. Sorry. This is what it is. Okay? Like, from what I can see, sitting back, Actually, I'm not even I'm not even a sit back type of CEO. I'm actually an in the mud type of CEO. They're not focused enough. Let me let me let me let me dispel anyone who immediately disagreed and got offended. I didn't say you wasn't focused. I didn't say you wasn't doing a good job. You could be doing a great job. It's not enough energy to bring what you desire. There is a difference. Do not confuse doing better with desired results. You're attempting to do something nobody in your family has ever done. That means you have to have a focus nobody in your family has ever had. It's just, it's that simple. Yes, you're doing a good job. I know you're doing a good job, but good jobs ain't good enough. Good jobs don't win Olympic gold medals. Good jobs don't make millionaires. They don't. They just don't. They just absolutely don't. But I get it. I know it's offensive, but I doubt that any of you are offended or will remain offended because you're the crazy people trying to do something. And so you're always open to receive. We'll receive this. You can do more. Let me tell you something I learned from military intelligence. I think I think David Grog has made this public in his book too. But they teach us that our brains will tell us to be safe. I can't tell you how many things I have done. I'm on paper. It's all that matters now. I'm a highly decorated military intelligence intelligence analysts. I have more to say, but but we won't get into all that. I have, I don't know, nine or ten awards awarded to me by the United States Army. Uh, 
there was a time I caught Frostbite. One of the awards, one of my highest awards, I caught Frostbite and still had to walk 13 clicks with Frostbite. Uh, I'm, I'm not even sure how to describe 13 clicks to you. If you're in the, the 13 kilometers, just, if you're in the east, and it makes, if you're not in America, what I just said makes sense. And I got awarded for it, for doing some crazy stuff. Doesn't matter. But the only way I was able to do that is because at the very beginning, they trained us that at 40% of my output, my brain would say, wow, that's enough. We can't do no more. I need you to get something. That 1% of the world joins the world's militaries. That's it. Anybody in the military is a top one percenter, period. It's just, it's, I mean, that's a volunteer, volunteer, a volunteer military. Okay, some places it's mandated for two years, which I'm not sure I disagree with that. I think everybody should go to the military for at least two years. All right, you stop being soft. You probably won't be racist. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Kind of hard to be racist when you got black people dying next to you. But anyway, who knows? I don't know much. I can tell you for sure that top 1% of the people, excuse me, not top 1%, 1% of the people, and 1% of those people, only half of them receive that, you know, let's say half of them are average. It's still more than the 99 who didn't join. Your time is valuable. Don't spend it typing the same thing over and over and over again. Use abbreviations to expand simple things, like your phone number or address, or more complex things like forms with fill-in fields for email and message replies. Text Expander, it works on all your computers, so you can expand snippets when you're in the office or working from home. Also, Text Expander hosts interesting webinars every month, so you can sign up for Text Expander Beginner, Advanced, and Team Webinars to learn more about boosting your productivity. And you can find all of the webinars at TextExpander.com slash webinar. The best thing is Text Expander is also available for Mac OS, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. And guess what else? Show listeners get 20% off their first year. So what you can do is you can visit TextExpander.com slash podcast to learn more about text expander i actually use it myself when i have to fill in something or put in my my name phone number email address all of that for when i'm responding to text messages or emails i also use it for the the paragraphs i've used every single time when sending out information for antonio i just use text expander type in a couple of abbreviations and boom it's already in the body of where i need it to go you definitely should use Text Expander, and then their blog gives you an extreme amount of abundance of information as well. So go in textexpander.com slash podcast and learn more about Text Expander. Thank you. But average in that 1%. A tenth of that 1% would be some military job that is 
that involves a top secret security clearance. That involves stuff that you see on TV that Hollywood glamorizes. And all of that is to say this one thing. Y'all don't know how to push yourselves past the point of break. Because only a tenth of a tenth of a percent does. If you want to simulate the military, grow up poor. There you go. That works too. If you want to push yourself past something, grow up poor. I've got a bunch of stuff, but I notice even my team, y'all focus has been in all the right places. Now it's time to break yourself. That's a very unpopular statement. Let me read this by Justin. So you get pulled out all directions, so I tend to let go, climb and reach down. See how the hand is up, there's assistant or pull me high once I've reached my goal. I can dig it. I want you to break yourself for your goal. It's be honest with you. I'm not telling you not to lose sleep. Sleep. If you want eight hours sleep, get eight hours sleep. When you wake up, you need to break yourself because yourself has you right here. And the simplicity of yourself is in a way. Some of you are millionaires. Great job, but yourself is in a way of you being more of a millionaire. You understand what I'm saying? Millionaire's new middle class as far as I'm concerned. No disrespect to the middle class, but middle class is poor as far as I'm concerned. I've done both. And I've done extreme poverty. And they all stink. And I'm tired of living in a world to where it takes $40 an hour just to be broke. And I shouldn't be the only one that feels that way. Because it's crazy out here. So here's how you do it. I want you to look at whatever you want. And I want you to determine, has anybody around you ever did it? Not somebody on the internet. I said around you. Okay. Middle class is most certainly delusion. Around you. Does anyone know anybody in your family, and I'm sure there's one, that has, I'm going to ask this question specifically, the way I want to ask it. $1 million cash flow, not assets. Assets don't go to the refrigerator, okay? Cash flow. All right, so check it out. So you can do it. But if you're going to do what you've never seen, you've got to be something you've never seen. I'm not even trying to be philosophical on you. I'm just trying to tell you what you already know. Do more. You know it. You feel me? You want to say something, Justin? You're more than welcome. Uh, and so you're saying there's a million dollars cash flow was 100000 per month after all expenses paid passively through industrialist businesses or 
information digital businesses. Is that what you're asking? A million dollars cash flow or a million dollars? Yes, what the, what you just said is actually fantastic. Nah, Any variation of too, I wasn't I wasn't even trying to be dogmatic about it either. That's you know Kiyosaki I mean? numbers right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I see how he's why I broke that down. And again, and I, I most certainly wasn't even trying to be dogmatic about it. I wasn't trying to pigeonhole you. Nothing. I'm just saying, there's a. I'm trying to separate you from the broke millionaires taking your paycheck protection program if you're in America. You, you feel what I'm saying? You know, or whatever else they, they, I read an article today. Well, it doesn't matter. You know, you just, I just want you to be better. But here's the deal. You want you to be better. So I'm preaching to the choir. But I've got enough evidence to know that y'all don't know what it takes to be better. So let me give it to you in the simplicity. You can't be you no more. That core you, that's always you. You don't change that. My man Jay-Z said that. You was here before you was here before you got here. You can change, but that's just the top layer. That's on the Black Album, by the way. Great philosopher, Sean Carter. Just saying. I'm, I'm very well balanced. Very well balanced. I'm not saying change the core of you. I'm saying that this universe will never give you what you deserve. Excuse me. Will never give you more than what you deserve, ever. It's called the law of compensation. The law of compensation, in its simplicity, says that you are compensated to the level of your awareness. It can never do anything else. The law of, Gianna wants me to repeat, the law of compensation, just simply put, is you are compensated to the level of your awareness. That's simple. I, in a trash can, I want to be rich and famous. Guess what? I'm rich and famous. It has nothing to do with my merit. It had everything to do with the fact that in my awareness, I put it there and I never had nobody to talk me out of it. You can't scare a kid that lives in a trash can. What you gonna, what you gonna, you gonna make me poor? You gonna cut off my lights? Ain't got them either. Ain't nothing you can do. My attitude is a little different. Right? When I walk into a business deal, I know that I had to go through hell to get to this business deal. Other people just went to college. Go ahead, Shaker. When you say <clears throat> love compensation, you're compensated with level of your awareness. How does so number one is what is awareness? When you say awareness, is it oh I want to make a million dollars. I want to see myself as a millionaire or a billionaire. Should I dream of it? Should I ask for it? Should I what is it that you did? What is it that Antonio T. Smith Jr. did when he was going through that? How did he live each of his day, each of his moment? What did he think? What what did he dream of? What did he wish for? How did he serve? What was it that he did? He do every moment of his life to get there. Okay, no no doubt. I'm going to answer about three questions up and then I'm going to ask Justin to help me out too because Justin has actually achieved a million dollars. So we're going to, to my knowledge, I think there's only two people on this call that's done so. 
So he has every right to assist in this question as well, because your question is asking how to get to where Justin is. You understand what I'm saying? So we're going to, I'll, we'll just piggy, we'll just go back and forth, Justin, that way I, I don't, you know, step in your way. Just to make it crystal clear, though, I ain't, I ain't ahead, taking on here. I, I, I am nowhere near 100,000 after. <laughs> no, 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 that's that. My goal is to get to 100,000 cash flow passively. But, you know, I got a lot of things going on. Passively is the goal, but I'm not at 100,000 after expenses yet. No doubt. Or, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Nothing wrong with that. So you had a couple of questions up in the man. Let me let me outline these questions. Put them in the chat for me, Deanna. I'm gonna go out of order because I just put them in my memory files and I put them as I was receiving them. What did you do? What is awareness? An understood question is what's the difference between awareness? Or how are you using awareness? Is really what he was asking too. There was one more in there. Hold on, going back. It was a very powerful now. So the way to remember things is you got to have a good picture. You have to have a a good action. You have to have a location. That's the only. That's, that's how you remember stuff. A, a good picture, a good image. Uh, then that image must have an action on it. And then you had to put it in a location, like a memory file. And I can't remember this fourth one because I didn't have a good enough action on it. I remember the picture, but not a good enough action. So we'll stick with the three until until I talk myself back into remembering the fourth one. I'm gonna do it. What is awareness? And then I'll let I'll let Justin ask, what did you do? My answer, what did you do? Awareness. First off, let me, ah, I remember your question now. I remember the one I forgot. I remember what I forgot. I have, so I put Bob Proctor as a picture. I didn't put no action on it. Later today, put in, actually, we'll probably do it together. If you're listening just audibly, I'm sharing my Google Chrome, and I'm in my Audible library, but I'm going to YouTube now. And I'm going to type in one of the greatest teachers to walk on planet Earth. And then I'm going to put in law of compensation. And right here, Bob Proctor breaks down the law of compensation. And I just put it in chat. There you go. It's eight minutes. Well, you were when you were in the scan Antonio? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why my question becomes all the more important. I want to yeah. know what is it that you did? No doubt. No doubt. I wasn't aware of, I wasn't even aware of the concept of God. I didn't even have the concept of God. Like any, any religion, this is why I don't make a, a good Christian at all. Any religion, I didn't. I didn't even get the ready concept to God till I was 14. This was after my adoption. After my adoption, so I did all this, not understanding any concept of source, energy, universe, God, all that stuff. Let me first say, 
awareness has nothing to do with intellect. Intellect has nothing to do with awareness. I'm going to give some some simple definitions. They are they are a bit archaic. Okay, I, I repeat, they're a bit archaic, but they serve the purpose for this call. I could do better, but I'm talking to a bunch of people with a bunch of different level of awareness, so I'll, I'll make it um, archaic. I, I don't know how to break down the word archaic even even simpler. I will. I have no other word but archaic to use because elementary is is not a good word here. Elementary found, you know, be basics. Deanna wanted me to repeat. Intellect has nothing to do with awareness. And awareness has nothing to do with intellect. They're two totally different things. And this, and, and this archaic, I guess, I don't know. What the hell does archaic mean? Let's find out together. It's going to bother me all day. Well, I know what it means, but I'm trying to figure say, out. I know you know what it means. Wait a minute. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how to because it's it's captured it's exactly. It's like dusty. It's like dusty old textbook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very old fashioned. Dusty no old longer folks. Every, yeah, yeah. Don't millennials want to hear none of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm trying to. Because it's not, I'm not saying, I'm giving you a simple definition. I'm saying stuff, I'm saying, I'm about to say stuff we don't talk about no more is what I'm trying to say. I just didn't know how to say it without using the word archaic. Okay. You can be smart and dumb. We won't talk like that no more. We say, oh, you show book smart. You ain't street smart. Y'all remember? remember that? And street smart is awareness. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Book smart is exactly what you think it is. You know, we don't talk like that no more. We used to. We grew up like that. We don't, we don't, we don't hear that stuff no more now. Nah, I don't know what happened. To them. You know, after 1985, they stopped making real people, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what happened. And hopefully, y'all are not younger than that. This Shots is fired. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked a date. <laughs> The so there's a big difference, bro. There's an absolute big difference. Just cause you, just cause y'all receive something, just cause you say I receive it, I get it, I get it. Just cause you understand it doesn't mean that it has affected your auto suggestion to the point in which you have allowed it to master your life. Now let me stop real quick. I'm gonna draw it out for you, but I want Justin to say something here. Plus, Justin, you can tell them what you did, and then I'll double back. So what I did, first off, uh, that's a little gross. Likewise. <laughs> uh, second off, I, went, I was in the actual, in the music industry, following my father's footsteps, who was actually a hustler and a um, musician as well. Um, so I started off interning. Um, from then, I kind of worked my way up into different departments. And within that, to fuel my look and to fuel my lifestyle, because I wanted to jump the gun. I started off, but I, you know, I wanted to be the fly dresser. So I fueled that with uh, drug money, but it actually boosted me higher. And then I got inevitably got into a little bit of trouble. 
Um, and long story short, when the music industry started to die down and shift started to change, I dwindled and drifted. I can't hear you. I dwindled and drifted into the uh, subprime mortgage business. And within the subprime mortgage business is where I actually met and saw the movers and the shakers of the game, the people that were actually um, controlling the community, pillaging the community, raping the community, uh, and getting rich off the community as well. And from there, once I learned that end of the business, I started my own company and then went back into my passion, which is actually music. So how I accumulated um, a great part of my start wealth is I took my knowledge and my funds from hustling and from subprime mortgages and I started a company. I actually invested in myself and I invested in Robbie Kiyosaki's course and became a professional investor because even though I had money, probably more money than I had before, I didn't know what to do with it to put it on paper. So you can have whatever you want and they'll give you cause change and, and, and foolishness. But when it comes good to learning what an asset and a liability is, most of us are completely in the dark, completely like a newborn baby. And then once I learned that what we were doing was what America did to, to be America, it started to make good sense to me. All the stuff that we were doing in the communities, and I used to equivalate it to, tra to trading stocks and trading gold, because I like what I call stay out of the circus. I didn't want nobody to know who I am. I didn't want nobody to know what I did. And I treated it as a business, and it treated me as a business. Once you get into the, you know, excuse my French if I curse on this line, but once you get into who's fucking who and who's wearing this and who's driving this and all that kind of things, that's just a circus. That's an economy within the economy. I saw crooked lawyers getting rich off people. I saw jewelers right next to people getting rich, car dealers getting rich, um, crooked real estate agents getting rich off people. And then when they go to jail and the jail gets rich off them, these guys go and they start all over again. But from there, I started a, um, a music management company. And I did well with investing in restaurants and also buying catalogs with my producers. So I became a music producer. And then I would also, everything that we did, I would make sure, as my father used to tell me to keep his catalog, I'd make sure to keep my publishing. And the publishing of everything that we did, whether it's music and TV, whether it was any type of placement that we get, we keep a great percentage of our catalog. And from there, you can take that catalog and then go get publishing deals off the catalog that you have and take the advance of the publishing deals. And if the music didn't sell, it didn't matter because you didn't have to give the publishing advance back. And I still get publishing royalties to this day, every month. That's part of my positive cash flow. So I did that. I did wholesales. Still, I'm doing wholesales, short sales and foreclosures as well. So I dwindled that up into a business and learned it. And then from there, I've been continued running. It's been a marathon ever since. Investing in businesses, investing in IPOs. Every year I'm taking schools and calls just like this. I'm just reinventing the wheel over and over again every year. So that's actually what I did. So I don't think a lot of people actually know what cash flow actually is. They say, do you have a million dollars? Do you have $10 million? Yeah, people can have that sitting in the bank at 
point whatever percent interest. But cash flow is actually money that's working for you, whether you work or not. And you only accumulate that through industrial businesses who provide a cash flow or royalty, or you accumulate that through music publishing. You accumulate that through book sales. You can accumulate that through now digital real estate, which is the information age, which is the big thing. Um, E-commerce is not a cash flow, but it's similar to a cash flow because you can automate it to have it work for, for itself. Stocks, I haven't figured out the stock game yet, but stocks, there's a way to get cash flow off of stocks and options as well. So when you got cash flow, that's providing unshakable wealth. Like you can, your net worth on paper could be a trillion dollars, it doesn't matter, but you can't get to that liquid. You could have a million dollars in the bank or 10, 200, $500 million in the bank. But your debt, your bad debt can be, you know, 500, 500 million. So if you're at, if you're neck and neck with your debt, then you're really not. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mexit News. What, you say, what they say you were. You're really a negative zero. So a lot of people, financial education is key because a lot of people don't understand what it is, most people just, and I came from a family on my mother's side, which was if you went to school, you know, you were good and me getting kicked out of school, you know, you were the bad guy. But those people become W-2 employees, which is nothing wrong with it, but you're getting taxed at 40% income. Then you got to pay another 20% for your Medicaid and everything else is going on. And then you work for 40 hours a week for them to take 50% 50 percent of your income and then you retire at 65 and hope that this social security is is going to pay you so they call it the 40 40 40 club and within that those type of people hate on entrepreneurs and business owners because they said they went to school for nothing they paid all that debt in school for nothing while business owners can come and move and shake so that's what i did um and that's my explanation of actually cash flow i hope it got in detail for you guys that you can actually understand it and if you have any questions feel free to ask me but just to clarify again you know cash flow is passive income either through industrial investments or through digital or through music royalties or through if anything that's coming after your expenses so if your expenses a month are twenty thousand a month say if you have a mortgage that's five grand and a business office that's two or three and a car that's five Hundred or call this a thousand, whatever the case is, and your kids' school. All this, all these expenses add up to twenty thousand a month, and your investment pays you, not what you make every month. So you can make, you can make a million dollars a month. That's fine, but 
if your expenses are at $20,000 a month and your businesses, without you being there, are paying you $20,000 a month, that means your cash, you're, you're financially free. So the definition of wealth is if you stop working, how many, it's, it's measured in time. How long will your wealth last? You see Antonio, maybe in hundreds of millions, and I'm up, and I'm be, might be in the low millions right now. But if you stop working right now, if you stop all your income, how long would that last if you had to pay expenses? And if you don't have no positive cash flow, the money goes out, but nothing comes back in. If you have cash flow, you don't have to touch nothing. Now, smart people, rich people, when that happens, if they don't have the cash flow coming in, they stop paying, they stop paying bills. Like now, and you'll see it right now, when you got a pandemic and a recession, money's not coming in, they're not paying bills, which means the economy freezes up. If people don't spend money, that means that the worker doesn't get paid. Businesses shut down. That's why the dollar, that's why they pump up. Actually, that's why the stimulus package is being sent out. And that's why the middle class was so vital to the American economy, because the middle class was the heartbeat of the American economy, because the middle class, working class people are the ones that actually spend their money. They buy long-term liabilities to look a certain part. That's what keeps the economy thriving. Um, so I hope that you guys got all that you could out of this. And if you have any questions, please feel free. I'm right here for me. Brilliant. They clap it for you, man. Receive it. Receive it, brother. Receive it. Thank you, Justin. Yes. Now, every that's why I wanted him to, This it, it would be inappropriate for me not to let someone who's who's done it like he's i didn't you know i can't take credit for uh, creating his millions he did that on his own now everything this man said had he might as well just say hey i did some stuff and i just start looking at i start pulling the curtain back and i start getting awareness and not intellect it's basically what he should have just said he right he's just it's basically what he was just saying he said, you know, who effing who, who effing who. Yeah, I've realized that that, and listen to what he said, that is an economy in itself. It is. He realized everybody got economies around him but him, so he changed it. And that's not something you get intellectually because you can't see it. You can't see that. You can't, intellectually, y'all can't see that you turn your money into turds, like number two, like when you go use the restroom, urine, or someone else's economy. That's what most of your money goes to. I should really teach that class. Turds, urine, and someone else's economy. And name it that. That's what most of your money goes to. They go to your credit card debt or some debt that ain't working for you. You go out and eat and you put it in the porcelain throne or you drink it, and it becomes, right? Seriously, think about your money. That's where it's going. And you say, well, I help other people. Okay, so go to your, so your grandkids are turning it into poop then, and not you, right? Either way, that's where your money is going. And you don't want your money, you don't want all your money doing that. Okay, you don't want all your money doing that. Now, let me draw this out for you, man, because your question is for the bless a lot of people. I'm going to, 
let me stop the screen real quick. I'm going to explain this from two different perspectives. I'm going to merge them into one. I'm going to attempt to tap into my best Bob Proctor. I'm going to attempt to tap into Napoleon Hill. And I'm going to give you the third element, the dude in the black V-necks all the time. Okay? This is, this is what I'm going to do. If I die right now, actually, well, let me say, if I just stop doing everything, I ain't got to do nothing for the rest of my life. It just it doesn't matter. I just have to do nothing for the rest of my life. If I die, my kids are taken care of through through means I'm not really okay with. They're they're taken care of through insurance and through 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 events that will happen in the triggering of my death. Does that, that make sense? You know, I, I won't call these. This is smart. But Justin understands, I, I won't call that cash flow for them. Do you understand? And, and so I'm rent-based, certain... rent-based. Rent yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not the same. So what you see me doing is to grind for the second generation. And what I'm attempting to do is put enough in them to where their generation is taken care of. Their, their next generation is taken care of because the wealth typically implodes. That's that's explodes from within by the third generation. There's a whole. There is a. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's a it's a whole Eastern concept. Now let me draw this here so all you can get this here because this isn't this is valuable, y'all. This is valuable. intellect and then you have awareness these two things are not the same but they're also not mutually exclusive either you can have both you really can but if you want to be successful and I sure hope y'all hear me you don't need this one at all. You don't need intellect. I, I mean, you go back 200 years, they was getting married at 14, Vanessa. Let me tell you something. We got it. We got it. Y'all, y'all done got to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now, now I got to put my weight on it, Grace. Y'all done got to modernize. You think stoplights is objective reality. Law. We just invented that, yo. We don't stop lights in 1865. Yeah, here's awareness, okay? Awareness says I will run the hell out of a red light if I want to. I will. I will. This is how millionaires think. I, Vanessa, I will run that red light and then you'll be in the passenger seat and you'll go crazy. Oh my God, how could you run that red light? And I'll tell you, that red light don't control me. And you'll say, see, see, that's you can't think like that. And then you'll probably hit me with some religion or something. I'd be like, man, you trying to hear all that. That red light don't control me. And then you'll say, well, why you read it? I said, the red light controls traffic. Grace, there was no traffic. There was no cars. It was just me and the red light. So I ran it because there's no traffic. And then, being intellectually smart, 
you would say, but what if it was a cop right there? Would you run the red light? And I would tell you no. And then you would say, well, see, you're doing it because you're scared of cop. And I would say no, because the cop or any vehicle implies traffic. And then in the protection of my vehicle, I would not run the red light because I don't feel like doing insurance claims and causing myself debt I didn't want to have to do. If that's not a great example <laughs> of awareness versus intellect, then I can't give you another. Yes, I should stop. Listen, y'all. Y'all rules don't apply to me. I clearly don't live by them. I follow them when I feel like following them. I'm not preaching anarchy or separatism. I'm just telling you, like Justin, I said, oh, y'all got y'all little economy. You do know they made a whole economy off of stoplights. Get out of here. First off, bananas is free. When folk look like me was dominant culture, you just picked up a banana and you bought it and traded. You understand? Now, you got to go in some store and pay for something to grow out the ground for free. I respect that. But don't try to let me, like, don't try to fool me and make me think that's how the universe works. That I got to go follow laws by man to eat. Now, son, that's the benefits of growing up poor. I don't see those laws. You do. Grace, I mean, Deanna, you want to say something? I remember the first time you introduced that concept to me because you introduced a few other concepts to me and I think they were all on the same day and my brain was just kind of like is I think that's also the same day you introduced the concept mm -hmm. of people hate when I say that too they hate that stoplight example hate it Keep going. <laughs> you also presented to me the concept of we still don't have a choice the only choices that we have are the choices that people still give us but they give us the illusion that we have a choice prime example there are three lanes I prefer driving in one lane, but is that really my choice? I'm only given the choice of three lanes. So you introduced that concept to me, but the day you introduced the concept of running a, of running a red light because it's there to control traffic, I have to catch myself now because sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'm like, okay, just go, Deanna. And I'll be like, okay, no, because what if a car comes on the moment you decide to go? Because there's no traffic. And every time I come to, uh, and I, I, I do do that. Like if I come to a stoplight and there's absolutely no traffic either way, I just, I look, make sure ain't no popo around and I go because there's no traffic. So it's to control. But the, the, the first day you introduced that to me, it literally opened up my mind to a few different things. I'm about to blow it right now in the next seven minutes okay listen y'all y'all follow too many rules that's why you're poor you follow too many and i didn't say you middle class middle class is poor there's only wealthy and there's only poor there's nothing else anything else that they taught you they taught you that's why you struggling 
Coast rules are written by winners to uphold your losing condition. Don't you ever forget it. Can I add to that, sir? Oh, yes, sir. First off, on the traffic light, I have an interesting thing that I tell kids uh, and adults, for that matter, in regards to the traffic light. Uh, coming up in inner city communities, there's a lot of gangs. Same thing I said to you when, when uh, talking about somebody in, in, on the call that always like to wear red. And how you train a dog is usually with colors and flags. It's the same way, the same mechanism that has your mind stop or slow down at yellow, go green and stop at red, is the same trigger inside your brain, same chemical that releases inside your brain that has you look at your other brother, your other self, as an enemy because he has on a different color. And now I, I equated that, and that's how you divide a lot of cops. You know, when you talk about running lights, most that's like one of their only uh, advantages of being law enforcement, especially if you're a minority. Um, but that's a whole, that's a whole, another question for another story. But so when you see your other brother with a different color on and that ignites an enemy and you don't even know this brother, he didn't do anything to you, to your family, to nobody. That's usually what they use to divide and conquer. It's been divide and conquer has been how they got us on slave trips. Divide and conquer is how, uh, if you're in the military, you know when you divide and conquer, when you go to a different country and you want to take over, you divide and conquer. That's the mentality that keeps people divided and keeps people killing each other, which is an economy within an economy as well, because the lawyers are right there, funeral homes are right there, police need their jobs, so they're right there. To violence. Um, that's, that's just there, and that's just a low-level monster. And I equated it to people... Uh, I grew up, I was born in Brooklyn, grew up in Queens, and then migrated to different parts of Long Island. And in different parts of Long Island, you have uh, the offspring of the people who got rich in the inner city communities, but kept their kids out in Long Island to keep them away from the, the, the drugs and the violence that they control. So you have a lot of um, what was, when, when I guess the mafia was in its heyday, you have a lot of that, you have a lot of that offspring. So I equated it to say, and they're nothing like their grandfather's father or anything else. That's why they, most of them are getting extorted, bullied, and they're running them clinging to their names. Some of them, some some of the other generations are good people because they've migrated into mixed communities now, but it's not, you know, they, they cling off of a name and that goes to image association because they see their their forefathers as one and they see our forefathers as this. Um, but you see that though, that color transition. So when you see somebody wearing something, and I you see somebody wearing something, especially a young kid, you let them know why are you beefing with your brother? You're stopping at the red light because it's red, but why are you beefing at him because it's turned green? If I was in, if I was of another race and I was in a Genovese family and I was made, right? Whatever silly thing they do is pick on, whatever, whatever that silly shit is that they do to say that nobody can touch him which means nothing to me or anybody else. But if I was that and I, and I wore the color red, and I walked down the street and I saw my brother and he wore the color blue. And we were enemies because he was part of the Gambino family and I was part of the Genovese family and we were at war. The next day, I decided to go in my closet and wear blue. Does that now make me a Gambino and I'm Genovese? I'm asking a question. Does that... Does that... It seems like it. <laughs> So then how come so, so 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 then how come 
our brothers and sisters could wear red one day and wear blue the other day, and now all of a sudden they're crip and they're blood. Or wear yellow one day and now all of a sudden they're Latin king. Where's the where's the the the, the roots or where's the authenticity into anything that you are a part of? If what you're a part of can change by the shirt that you wear, then it means nothing. Facts. Big facts. But go back to Deanna. I like running lights too when there's no when there's no camera. <laughs> well, the cameras just bring up. That's bad debt at this point because they gonna get you right, right. So, Antonio. Yes, ma'am. Vanessa Den Law. Okay. One quick question. So, when it really boils down, it's just the universe. The universe is round, and we all have a place in it. Pretty much. Everything yeah, else. I could dig it. We were we were born into conditions. And what we're doing today is raising our awareness, which is our consciousness, to think outside of the conditions in which we have fallen into, whether good. they are good, bad, or indifferent. And, good. Everything you're saying is on point. I got no corrections. You just got to keep going. I want to add to it. Like, stay right where you was, and then get to the point where it's good, bad, or indifferent. It don't matter. Because it it's all here to serve you to get to where you want to go. When you can get to a point where you're not offended mm -hmm. by the ignorance of others, right? When the voice mm -hmm. on the inside of you is louder than the voice on the outside of you, you have mastered your life. Okay. I'm no longer real sensitive because I heard you say earlier, you get, we got to get tough. And I equate that with growing up. Yep, and um, yeah. So now make I, I sure wanna... you... mm -hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just I want you to, to keep up... that sensitivity. Though. I want you to keep that empathy because okay. that's your part in the universe. You feel me? Like that's how you share the light. Okay. But you have to develop tough skin mm -hmm. around. You, you know, like you gotta be able to take some bullets. Okay. You, you gotta be able to take some bullets, and if you can't take some bullets. You need to surround yourself with people who their job is to take some bullets to assist you in showing your empathy. You know what I'm saying? Like don't, okay. don't change. Yeah, don't don't harden up. When I said be tough, I should have said it in a different way. Do not change core you because you are more than likely somebody that knows what to say to Justin, if someone close to him dies, I'll be all weird because my light doesn't come out that way. Okay. Yours does. Okay. You get me? All right. mm -hmm. And we need more sensitive people. Okay. Okay. We just need these sensitive people to have their own economies and to not yeah. be offended by mm -hmm. insensitive people unless it's injustice and that's a whole different story. Okay. Cool. So, and one more quick thing, and I'm done. No worries. When this little stimulus check comes, I want you to show me what to do with it, okay? I deal. No problem. And I do it <laughs> free of charge. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Deanna, make sure I do that. I will absolutely do that. And if anybody else wants that help, I will do that for you free of charge. I do not want your money. I want you to take your money. I got you. And I want you, to, you. I want you to have it to where you don't need a stimulus check. 
Good job. Thank you, Vanessa. Go ahead, Long. He will help you. He did it for me. Yeah, I don't need you. Uh, listen, that's your anyway. Don't don't get me started because we uh, we got it here. Go ahead, go ahead, Laura. I'm listening. I just, I just yeah. Well, let, let me just say what I want to say. I am not a slave master. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm trying yeah. to free y'all. Free <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so I don't want you. you know, I got to pay these bills whether y'all was here or not. You feel yeah. me, Jerry? Yeah. yeah, saying you know, Jared will get on hard time sleep on my couch. I'll be like, well, you know, you're paying half the rent now. Now, and I gotta pay these bills regardless. You understand? Right. You do too. <laughs> Come on, Law. Go ahead, Law. Go ahead. My bad. Okay, no, my service keeps going out in this here office. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Sounds good too. Okay, great. Uh, what I wanted uh, you to clarify for me was because. I thought the whole idea of generational wealth is to leave something behind so your family members or the persons that you care most about don't struggle or go through the same thing that you go through. Now, I've seen a couple people within this organization as in other uh, wealthy people as well that say that they won't leave anything behind. Is it a particular reason why or are they setting up those individuals before they go so therefore when they are not here, they don't have to worry about that? So there's a Chinese saying that goes, Fu Bu Guan Sun Dai. And it means wealth does not go past three generations. The only reason I know this is because I'm teaching my boys Mandarin. All right. Now, the people like me saying, I'm not leaving my boys nothing or something like that, or whatever you're going to say, they're talking from a different perspective. Now, there's a whole movement in Hollywood saying they won't do that. And I see it and I respect it too. There you go. He hits it. Bad generational behavior from environmental habits, right? My kids got to work law because I want them to know two things. I want them to know that work sucks. And I also want them to know that work is all you got. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a paradox. You understand? that if they stop you, then go out there, till the ground, plant some potatoes, and create your own economy. At the same time, remember, doing that for another man ain't smart. I need him to know both. My, 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 my. All right, so I'm going to hijack your class here. Uh, for the first 30 minutes. Shaker, where, where you at, Shaker? Right there, sir. Okay, I know it's gazillion. No, it's just 7.30 over there for you. Hop, hop on the next class, okay? If nobody else, you hop on the next class. So I can, I start all right, so I can finish answering your question, all right? All right, anybody else who wants to as well. Justin, you are a a... A joy every time I see you, man. I, I'm grateful, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like, like no BS, bro. Man to man, I appreciate thank you. Thank you, yes, brother. I'm, I'm working on becoming a show pony so I can become effectively and communicating and looking <laughs> good on TV. I've That's been a thoroughbred all my life, but, but but staying it on TV and being a public speaker is new to me. So you got to bear with me a little bit. No doubt, man. I did the same thing. That's why I'm dropping all this weight, man. I was doing crunches earlier, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm at I'm at the perfect size, but I got to get rid of this stomach, Nigeria. I got to get rid of this stomach. That's why I'm doing all this here. 
and then just wait till I sent you a workout yesterday. You sure did with your crazy self. <laughs> Wear a waistband. Look, Put I on a waistband. Her, uh, I saw her floor sweating. She's tripping. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Diana. I saw this video. It was crazy. But this woman took Saran wrap and Vicks Vapor Rub. That's how they do it. Rubbed it on all of the areas that she wanted, slept overnight. The next morning, her waistline was smaller. She didn't have the little the little pooch, wasn't pooching out as much. So maybe you want to try that. I mean, you'll walk around smelling like Vicks or you go to sleep smelling well, like you know. Diesel fuel might work too. I don't know. You might try <laughs> diesel. Mode, <laughs> Listen. It works. They do it in the gym, oh, Antonio. They do it in the gym. Y'all got okay. me dying. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat right and work out. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Because it's the only way my millionaire mindset know how to get stuff done. <laughs> it's to do it the hard way and the basic way. <laughs> That's the That's only intellectual. way. <laughs> That's intellectual. That's <laughs> intellectual there. <laughs> All right, John. Let's jump on the next call. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1% and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money, and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now, and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,000 57 billionaires right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy from what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here 
is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family? My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything. And somehow I'm in the top 1% today not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me to actually for me to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, 
all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures, all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned Everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, it, you can kind of relate to this. It almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I want to send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost. I'll take the loss. And all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money the pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire i came really close so the pandemic was a blessing it was hiring people and get this everybody i had 48 job positions open during the pandemic 22 dollars an hour with paid training and i could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions hear me well 48 job positions 22 dollars an hour 
paid training and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.